Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story, crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab, the podcast here to bring you those from behind the bar? My name is Carl. I've been bartending for 11 years now and have some Sherry's, Sherry's, Jesus Christ, it's like <laughs> the third time in a row I've done this. Yeah. I have some stories to share with you. My name's Riley. I worked in the service industry for a little bit and I enjoy listening to the stories. And we are excited to have another guest on. Can we only find female bartenders <laughs> as our guests? I mean, yeah, because that's, they're the only ones agreeing to come sit with us. Right. <laughs> so we have Mila who, oh my God. <laughs> are you awake yet? No, it was a long Super Bowl Sunday for us. So Mila is a friend that I met in Cedar Rapids and she has lived across North America for the past couple of years. So <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? Good. So you are currently in Austin, correct? I'm in San Antonio. San Antonio. Damn. See, I can't keep things <laughs> any straight. Oh, you just moved, didn't you? Yeah. So I lived in New Braunfels, which is like in between Austin and San Antonio. Yeah. Like dead center. And then I just moved to San Antonio like this month. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what do you do in San Antonio? Well, actually, I still bartend in New Braunfels at like a haunted venue slash bar. Right. And then they'll they also have a kitchen and then I also do comedy on the side. And so like at that venue and bar, I also put on comedy. There you go. Nice. So if you're in that area, go check her out. I know what you're doing. It's like every Monday or Tuesday, right? Every Monday I host the mic. Yeah. And then um, I have a, we have a showcase every third Thursday. There you go. So if you're in that area, go check her out. All right. So what we're going to do today is we're going to read a story off Reddit or some other part of the internet and react to it. And then Mila's going to share a bartending story that she has for us. And then we're going to rate the stories one through five, one meaning that's just an average bartender story. And five is an extraordinary, unique situation that we'd hardly ever see. Do you have a story pulled up? I do have a story pulled up. This is from Reddit bartenders or the bartender subreddit from the user Toker of Tweeds seven months ago. Okay. The title is the news at bars, question mark, question mark, oh, in all caps. Ooh. It's an important question. Yes. Had a guest get real upset today when I told her we could not put the news on the TV. One of those, I'm a regular here. I come in all the time, but only see twice or thrice a year. It was funny because I was so nonchalant about it. I explained how it's common bar practice wherever you go to never show news at the bar. She hit me with the, let me speak to your manager. I said, okay, calls him over. He says, he'll be right over. She says so confidently, sorry, my name. But you are about to get overruled going full Karen. And I just said, don't worry, he's coming. Manager comes over and tells her the same thing I said earlier. He even hit her with the, you can look at updates on your phone, old white lady. <laughs> News and horse racing, you never show at a bar. At least that's what I've been taught and seems to be common practice. What do my fellow bartenders think? Horse racing? <laughs> I assume that has something to do with gambling and. Yeah. The way events can get rowdy. So do you have TVs at your bar? Uh, just one, 
which is why it's nice. It's just kind of like more a speaking bar. It's more atmospheric. But we right. do have a projector and for major games like the Super Bowl last night, we'll have put that on. Right. Just like I- special events for the big thing, you know, like the big, big, like the projector. Right. Have you ever had anyone ask you to put shit on that wasn't sports? <laughs> Not really, but like I've worked at places that were sports bars and had a ton of TVs. Right. And if they, if they wanted something specific, I was like, sure, here you go. Like, I don't care because it would always be music playing over it. Right. Unless it was a major game. Yeah. I think I've had a couple of people ask for news a couple of times and I just tell them, oh, we just keep it on sports. <laughs> like, guys, and they go, okay. And, you know, but never demanding it. Like, why is it so important to watch news at a bar? Right. Well, and why is it so important or why, why do you feel the need to talk to the manager about something like that? Entitlement. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're an old white lady, right? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so stupid. I don't know. Like you're right. Cause everyone has a, a smartphone, right? They can look right. at all the news they want, you know? The biggest reason why, if you don't understand, you don't put news on, you don't do two things. You don't talk about politics and religion at a bar, right? That's kind right. of like a common. The the social, the social rules that have become common practice. Right. And yeah, I mean, I've seen many arguments happen at first. It's all like, oh, you know, it's lighthearted. I try to end it right away because right. I know in about 10 minutes, this argument is going to go or this discussion is going to start leading into name calling and then everyone's going to get defensive. And, and then it, when you add alcohol to that, it is a volatile mixture that eventually leads into aggression. Mm-hmm. What about you? How do you get that a lot down there in te- Texas? A lot of politics? Not a ton. Honestly, because like Texans really like talking about like they like to get to know you. They like having a conversation. They're very personable. Right. Oh, like I'm like, yeah, I spoke here from Toronto, Canada. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And it's like they like to know about you. And I'll talk about the comedy I put on there. So I'm like good at keeping it on a lighter Mm -hmm. without without telling them too much about myself. (laughs) Right. I get that. Yeah. I guess the bars, I mean, this the hotel bar and the winter Freds, I get a lot of people traveling to get people from all over. And that's when the politics and the news and the religion, right. the politics really start because then people are like, Oh, you're from Denver or, you know, what's the mayor, you know, like it starts getting to that. And then all of a sudden it starts, you know, we're a red state We're you know, it starts getting down really quickly. So it just gets awkward. And oh, oh yeah. Like at airport bars. Yes. I feel like the worst. <laughs> Yeah, I would love, I would love to be an airport bartender on voting day when uh, <laughs> on a November on a Tuesday and yeah. to see how that day transpires. Oof, <laughs> so funny. Have either of you worked at an airport bar? No, no. I'm pretty sure I legally can't work at an airport bar. So <laughs> <sighs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> Have you? No, I, just, I mean I feel like it would be such a hassle to drive all that way. Mm-hmm. And then like have to park wherever in the airport and then like fight your way to get to like wherever you're supposed to be in the bar. And then like, what a nightmare. Right. To go through that level of security every day. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. I mean, they're probably making decent money, right? They're overcharging five X what normal prices for a drink, you know? And so people are still tipping, right? Because right. I don't know. No, thank you. How was it in, did you bar? I forget, did you bartend when you were in Canada? I did. So I lived in Toronto and in Ontario, it's illegal to free pour liquor. So you had to use jiggers. Right. And then um, in, in Toronto, like in Ontario, you don't get, like restaurants and bars don't get alcohol wholesale. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're even more careful with like portioning out drinks and stuff is even more expensive. Mm. 
we, we uh, how's the commerce? Do people talk about religion and politics there too, or is it still more just kind of conversation while people sitting at the bar? Like people don't really talk there. They kind of go there with a friend, right? Like, oh, how are you? Okay, cool. Like small talk, right? To the point, they never really bring up anything. Like, rarely have a like awkward conversation. I guess I was there during the lockdown and stuff. Right, so that's like, true. So people are kind of like, oh, like it's nice. Everyone's like, it's nice to be out again. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. People. <laughs> right. A human being that's not my partner. Right. And I also don't want to talk about the thing that's been ruling my life for the past two years. Right. So what do we want to, so obviously the asshole in this story is the woman. Yeah. Karen's are going to Karen. Right. It's. Entitlement. They just think yeah. they get what they want because they're paying $4 for a beer. I can't stand people who are like, you're about to be overruled. I'm like, um, so my boss is going to side with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cool. No. It's Tuesday, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm not afraid to just say something back. Like, I don't care. And it's like, people know they're being rude mm-hmm. and they don't care and they get away with it, which is why they do it. So I'm not afraid right. to just like, snap back and be like, hey, so you're actually not going to talk to me like that. Right. Yep. Calm. But like, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, I do it all the time. It's fun. Like people are like, oh, you shouldn't be more respectful. I'm like, well, I'm a human being also. And I'm not your fucking child and I'm not your partner. Right. Like you can talk to them like that, but you shouldn't, but you can. Yeah. You're not going to talk to me like that. And I right. will call you out on 100%. <laughs> the whole, I think <laughs> the whole, the customer always right thing is one of the worst things ever to be right. said and mottoed in the right. hospitality industry. I'm like, no, you're not always right. Motherfucker. But you're also like, I mean, realistically, you shouldn't be serving someone alcohol that's acting like unhinged or out of line. Right. And you, could be, you could be like, hey, I don't know what you're on. I don't know if you took pain pills before this and you're drinking on top of it. Like, it's my responsibility to not serve someone that's acting like that. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, oh, it's a safety concern. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wonder. I do wonder how many people are getting super fucked up in their hotel rooms and coming down for drinks afterwards. And I shouldn't probably be served. I have zero idea, you know, what they've consumed before they. Right. All you can do, all you can go off of is how they act. I mean, if three, if three guys from a wedding party all go to the bathroom at the same time. (laughs) And they think they're so slick. It's like, you guys, come on. (laughs) But all right. So I worked at a bar where this one lady came in like, just middle-aged woman, like white woman, normal, and uh, like a beer and a half in. She started like kind of dozing off at the bar and acting weird. And we had to call a cop right. to pick her up. And like she had to have taken Xanax before or something. Right. And you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it can get crazy for sure. Right. <laughs> but luckily, we're at a, I'm at a hotel bar, so they just go up to the room <laughs> most, of the <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> so... All right. What do we, so like I said, we're going to rate the story of one through a five. Mila, what do you rate it? Like I said, one's an average bar story. Five is a very unique bar story. What do you think? I think it's like a two. That's pretty average. It's not a super like outlandish, but it's like, it's very relatable. Right. I'm going to give it a one. It's, this is a run of the mill story. Yep. I think it's so common that like. <laughs> yep. I also agree with one. So yeah, this is just bullshit. The daily bullshit that we all have to put up with. That's just like. <laughs> yeah, it just happens all the time, unfortunately. Like, not every shift for me, at least, but it does happen a lot. Yeah, at least, at least enough to have a pocket response to it. Right, exactly. Cool, cool. All right. And so, if you want to share your story with us, we do have a subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? Link is in the description or in whatever pod or on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this. We have all your socials TikTok, Instagram, 
YouTube. I think that's, oh, and Facebook. Right. <laughs> There's a lot. We have them all. <laughs> and yeah, you can share your story with us, DM us, put it on our subreddit, and we'd love to read your story aloud and discuss what happened to you or what you saw. Mia, are you ready? I am ready. Let's unleash the story. <laughs> Wait, we forgot to talk about what we were drinking oh, yes. now. Um, I am drinking a wild sour cherry pie flavor from Distill Brewing in, what is it, Normal, Normal Illinois? Normal Illinois, yeah. yeah. And I am drinking a cherry lime bohemian from... Uh, bohemian? Bohemian, right? Yeah. <laughs> out of, where the fuck? Exile, out of Des Moines. Yep. <laughs> Mila, what are you drinking? I have a Topo Chico, like hard seltzer. Nice. Strawberry. And these are like huge in Texas. Like, I didn't know what Topo Chico was really until I moved here. And right. it's like massive. Yeah, like ranch water. People drink a shit ton of that, don't they? Yeah. I'm surprised you know what that is. <laughs> we we went to, was it Dallas uh, in November and they were on every menu. Mm-hmm. So there's this thing. It's called the internet. You learn things. <laughs> but like, I mean, if you don't ever experience it, you don't really know to go out of your right. zone to look for it. Well, or I to mean, know yeah. that you yeah. know what you don't know. I don't know. Just, You're just being a smart ass. Yeah. Okay. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Okay. all right let it rip whenever you're ready okay so i worked at a bar and i literally forgot the name of it it was like a blues venue and a bar in omaha nebraska this was like 2016 and 15 maybe okay this place and um pretty poorly managed the owner was cool it like the bar closed since then but like we'd have like um Blues bands play and like we'd have karaoke and they'd have karaoke competitions, had a cool little stage and stuff. But it was just kind of like this dirty like bar and just like stained carpet. I don't know. It was just kind of grungy and dirty, but it was bigger. And so we had one of these like weird nights. We ha- we also had like cover band, like 80s cover bands play and a bunch of weird, weird, weird middle aged like ladies would show up for it. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd get into some like just high school stupid fight. It was super strange. And one time, and like the like, we didn't make a lot of money there. They overstaffed, and so the coworkers were just kind of over it too. And right. like once, and we had some couches in it in the venue. We see this one family there, and like their grandma is like getting pretty lit, <laughs> kind of like, and like I'm like walking around, kind of getting bottles, and I smell something kind of by the couch she's sitting on, and I'm like, that smells like poop. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that smells like poop like what's going on and then like at one point like one of the family members takes the grandma into the bathroom for like 40 minutes 45 minutes comes back and like they nonchalantly tell my coworker who's bartending like oh yeah sorry she just like pooped her pants but it's cool we cleaned it up and i'm like what and like the and then like i just look over and i see the grandma passed out on the couch and the entire family is like just tanked like dancing to like the karaoke music up for the night and i was like is this real (laughs) Is this real life? Is this real life? And then, like, whatever, I go and check the bathroom, and there's just like poop smears all over the toilet. Oh, oh no! It was it was that scene from Daddy Daycare where, he... <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like they attempted to clean it up, but it was like there's just like there's like the light smear. You just see smears all over, and I was just like, and like I told my coworker, my asked my coworker, I was like newer to bartending, and I was like, yo, should we like kick him out? And he's like, no, they're cool. And I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, they're fine. And like, now I'm just like, whatever. And like that, I mean, gross place. Disgusting. And they just like, the, I just look over and see the grandma just like pass out. Like, hey. oh my God. The entire family is just like, ah, yeah, I'm getting so drunk. And I was just like, man, 
this is this is crazy. Not a super bizarre story, and they eventually obviously left. Right. But like it was, she got that drunk that she just like proved herself, and they're like, let's just keep going, and they like did their best to clean her up, and just don't, was like, man, don't you have to kick people out if they're asleep at the bar? You're supposed to. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to kick them out before they get to that point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. and like they obviously should have. Again, I was like very like as a newer bar, right, right. Nervous and like I didn't want to upset people. Right, right. You cared about people's feelings back then. <laughs> yeah, and like if someone snaps at you about something, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But now I'm just like, no, no, no. If someone acts stupid now, I'm just like, okay, leave. You're you're bizarre. You're you're like making like I picked out people for being too drunk and just like talking to people up and down the bar, asking for cigarettes and stuff. I'm like, no, get out. Even right. if they're pretty smart, I'm like, you're not going to do that here. Right. But like, I was just like, oh, okay. I guess her family is like looking after her. But like, and they just, it was funny because they just kept on getting like lit. Because if that was me and I started bartending beginning, I probably would have kind of done the same thing too. Right. Or like at the manager or all. But then I was like, this is what happens when people get drunk. I'm going to have to deal with people shitting all the time. You know, like right. in my what head, I-, I would have been like, is this going to happen all the time? Like... <laughs> Maybe you should go work there and have comfort checks with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but like uh, I've only like in my bartending career, I've only had to clean up like I don't know poop and vomit like twice. Lucky you. <laughs> I've I've never worked at party bars. I never worked at college. Like right. annoying. I was I've always been strategic and working at like better quality places. Right. <laughs> but when it happens at those high quality places, you're like, oh, what's almost f- worse. <laughs> yeah, like, Fuck. Because those places yeah. aren't set up to have that type of mess happen. Like, well, first of all, why was there carpet in that bar? <laughs> I don't even know. It's just, no, and it's, it's funny because like every every city has like one of those bars where it's a cursed spot and it's like a new bar every year. Yeah. Right. This was the spot in Omaha. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of in the middle of nowhere. And like, it was a big, cool venue, but like it was in a weird area and no one wanted to go there. And it was just like odd. And so like, again, like we're just like, ah, eh, we don't care enough to like intervene. <laughs> wow. Like even like, it's like, you got to clean a couch now, right? We can't just right. like wipe it off. Now you got to like, Right. Remove, like, oh, you need, so. yeah, you need to, you need to, what is it? The vacuum steam clean or something. Yeah. Like, that. like a Bissell. You need right. to Bissell it. Right. <laughs> uh, Shampoo. You know, like the bar closed like a month or two later or something. Mm, I Sounds wonder why uh, there's probably, probably got, fecal matter everywhere. Still. <laughs> they probably got caught for over serving. Yeah. yeah. It was just like so bizarre. Cause I was like, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> there's no manual for this, you know? I, I, like, I guess we clean this up, but <laughs> like, yeah, no, we didn't like wipe the like. I mean, I was like avoided the couch. And I was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, and it has like the like some places like sport. I guess in the sports bars and stuff, will have like the very flat, flat carpet. Uh-huh. And it's just, like with the lights on, it was like decrepit. I'm like, that's where COVID came from. For <laughs> It was. It wasn't bats. It was absolutely that carpet. <laughs> so we can blame Omaha. Yeah, dude. It was a weird night, and I was like, and it was. It was also funny because like they were the only people in the place. Oh my god! <sighs> I think they hired a DJ or something, but they just had like all like I'm just seeing all the flashing stupid lights, and right? Stuff, and like the disco ball, and then it's like past the old lady on the couch, and her family's like. <laughs> Grandma did it again. Hit it too hard. <laughs> God. How, yeah. How do you let that happen to your grandmother or your mother or anybody? Like, how do you how do you not see it? 
and just decide to say, fuck them. I'm still having fun. So we're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was such, we had such a white trash clientele at that place. Weirdly, just like super, just like white trash. And I was just like, and like, it was because it was so cheap too. Right. right. It's like, y'all just came out of the woodwork for this. Like. <laughs> they hit a bag on a scratch off a hundo and yeah. now they're ready to spend that hundo <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> I can't leave until I buy enough drinks to go through all of this money. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll take another $2 Bud Light, please. No, do scratch ticket families. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's the first time I think uh, I've ever heard of a grandma shitting herself on a couch at a bar and passing out. I mean, that's a that's a very specific first thing to hear. So I would I would hope so. No, that's my eighth one, you know, fucking grandmas <laughs> and shitting themselves. Like, do they not have her in a diaper yet? <laughs> come, come on, grandma. Time for a diaper. That, uh, uh, <laughs> it's even funnier because I forgot about that story until you were like, oh, you brought this podcast and you're like, tell a story. And I'm like, which one should I tell? And I was like, bing, came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> So we're also a therapeutic session to, right. to work out. <laughs> to process issues. through your trauma. <laughs> a poo. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to give that story a four or five. Yeah, four point. Well, what's the worst mess you've had to clean up at a bar? Mine? I've actually been lucky to where we have other people clean other people's shit up. Or not little shit, but just, you know, things that Messes. happen. So the worst thing that I remember happening, I was at Seven Hills Brewing. It's Saturday afternoon, you know, I mean, it's not even, it's barely noon, maybe one. And we've been only open for like two hours at the max. And all of a sudden you see someone running towards the bathroom. (laughs) They don't make it the bathroom and they throw up and it hit like they're running past and it throws up like right behind these two women. So it gets on them. Oh no. And they didn't make it. (laughs) And the guy's like, so he's trying to like, you know, Hold, Hold it, it in, in with his mouth and just <laughs> get projectile everywhere. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? And someone's like, why are you guys getting that guy drunk? I go, we've been open for an hour. There's no way he's this like. No, he has to actually be sick. Yeah. And so what happened? Yeah. His wife goes, yeah, I guess he was complaining like in the morning about his stomach hurting or something like that. But he just thought it was like some little thing. And right. so it was some bug or something. So yeah, he puked over these two women and I didn't have to clean it up because we have the manager on duty at the time was not me. <laughs> so they clean up and like, there's actual like special things that you're supposed to use to clean up when it's throw up, right? It's yeah. a special cleaning agent that's specifically for yeah. a human. To ne- uh, it neutralizes the acid body fluids and, and stuff yeah. like that. And so this guy, he paid for that entire tables meal you know these women were outraged but it's like we, you know they explain like he's not drunk he's sick like there's something wrong so yeah right. it was just really weird because just watching this guy run you're like why is he oh that's why he's running yeah so the that guy question, the question comes or the answer comes before you finish the question right yeah and so like yeah that bill was like three hundred dollars because he paid for his tables and this other person's tables i'm like ah oh, damn Sucks, but that's that's like the worst bodily fluid story that I've seen at a bar. But like you, I don't work at places where people get right super shit faced. I mean, yes, it happens, but I've never worked at a diet bar. I've never been put in that situation where people are just getting obliviated all day, every day. Right. Yeah. I think um, it's not like a mess or anything, but as far as like cleaning anything up, when I worked at the Mexican restaurant, cleaning up refried beans took forever if they got spilled 
because they're just greasy enough that they keep they make the floor stay slippery. Right. But then you also have like the texture of the beans that you have to get all of them up, but you can't scoop it, but you also can't wipe it. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh my god. That's like true though. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. And like when it would get down into the crack of the uh of the booth, you're done. Like you you got 20 minutes that you have to that you got to be here doing this. It's, it's weird to me that people run to a bathroom to puke in a restaurant or in a bar when it makes more sense to literally like run to the parking lot because you're probably closer to the front door. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, like I've, I've had that before at a sports bar I worked at where like this one dude got a little too drunk and like his friends were like, can we just, and he's like, he's like passed out and they're like, can we, can we get like a box for him just in case? And then I like freaked out and I was like, get him outside right now. Right. Like flipped. I was cool waitress until then, and they're staring at me stunned. I was like, I, right now, and they're like sitting there, like still staring at me. I was like, right now, right. If he is this drunk, he needs to not be in here, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And when I was a younger waitress, I was like freaked out, and I was like, I don't want to make him mad by cutting him off. You know, just, don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. Cutting people off is really hard to do at first, and it's still hard. Like. Cause you're judge, you're right. Like his, like you gotta have to put that away. But usually I try to walk up to like their friend or their husband or their wife or there's someone they're with. I'm like, yeah, they're done. Like it's easy to tell them cause they're usually somewhat coherent, you know? Right. And they're, then they know how to break the message in the best way. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, all right, little Timmy, let's go. You know? Right. Yeah. Or, or you can do what I do and uh, tell the bartender that they're cut off before they get right. to that point. Mm -hmm. I've right. cut Carl off so many times. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender just ignores you whenever you go up to the bar if I get you if I cut you off. <laughs> but it is nice. At the bar I work at, we keep like a card on file, like by default. So if someone gets like stupid and they're argumentative, you can just close them out and not worry about it. Or if they leave their tab, you can close it out at the end of the night and tip yourself twenty percent. Right. So it's like it's like the best method is having a card on file so you're like not worried about it so you're like okay walk out i don't care right <laughs> right yep all right what do you ladies rate this story um i'm gonna go they let her sit in it they didn't clean it they, then they kept her there and, and they thought they cleaned it up there they knew they didn't they right. knew they didn't right that's why they said something instead of just leaving it be mm -hmm. Dude, they were like it's cool. Like, like the, the co-worker went up to them and they were like, no, she's, it's fine. It was fine. She's cool. And they just kept going. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, take her home. And I was like, this has happened before, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse. Like, again, grandma, she's just like that. No more tequila for her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to go 4.5 as well. That is, that is ridiculous on so many levels because like, I mean, yeah, people, people will insist that their friends are okay. And oh yeah, we can say we can say they're okay, but like you you don't do that to grandma, and you don't do it when your friend is asleep on the in the booth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you give your own story? I don't think it's like an outlandish, crazy story. Like it's not like something insane happened, but like on the gross scale, it's definitely a five. And right. like honestly, kind of like a factory default like gross bartender story. I give it like a four because it's not super crazy, but it's still like ah. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> The people if it if it wasn't a grandmother I, it would be maybe like a, a three right but because it, it was somebody's grandmother somebody's mom who had i don't know that's borderline neglect i was like bro like, and like I, I think just like how 
the audacity behind it mm-hmm. and like how they're like it's cool no it's fine and you're like okay <laughs> so mila thank you so much for joining us we are going to shift this to our last call on our patreon where if you want to hear more about some of mila's stories and why the fuck has she been around to omaha to canada to texas to iowa We'll find out a little bit about that and her comedy. And what bar do you work at? If you want to say, you don't have to say if you don't want to. Um, Right now it's called Phoenix Saloon in New Braunfels. Okay. Yeah. If you want to go check her out and her comedy, I know you're doing that a lot lately. And how's that going? Good? Super good. Super awesome. There's a lot of comedy to be had in Texas. Right. I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you have any socials that you want to plug at all? Yeah. So on uh, Instagram, I'm lipstick and spite. All one word spelled accordingly. And then um, I have a Facebook page for Mila Hugo Comedy. Perfect. Awesome. And then also remember, don't be a dick. Tip your bartenders and drink responsibly.